Welcome to the You Have a Body podcast. Two broads talking broadly about health. The physical, the emotional, the nitty-gritty, and the fun. Real thoughts on real health. The information provided within this podcast is not designed to and does not provide medical advice, professional diagnosis, opinion, treatment, or services to you or any other individual, and is intended for general information for educational purposes only. All right. Welcome to You Have a Body podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Hannah Whitevin, owner of Solcana Fitness and Wellness. And I'm Lucia Holly, nutritional therapy practitioner, owner of EssentialOmnivore.com. I'm pumped. This is episode 50. It's episode 50. <laughs> and it's also episode one yes. of our new name, <gasps> You Have a Body podcast. Because guess what? You do. You have a body. <laughs> yeah, not only do you have a body, uh, Sulconicast is a great name and was a great name for us, but you know what? Our reach is too far. We got, we got that broad reach. We got that broad reach. And also, Lucia's moving to Utah. <laughs> so we got to make it work. We got to make it work from two locations across the United States. Hell yeah. Plus, I feel like the name, You Have a Body, when Hannah and I were thinking of what we wanted to call this... That's what we kept on coming back to. Yeah. So like, like at the end of the day, after every episode, I feel like we take off. Well, Hannah takes off her headphones. I move my mouth away from the microphone. <laughs> and we're like, people have bodies. They yeah. need to remember that. Like, you have it's a body. So it's so true. You have a body. Sometimes a body. it's so easy to think of yourself as just a brain moving around in a tube mm-hmm. that constantly disappoints you. Oh, tube brain. <laughs> it's an affliction. Yes. <laughs> The tube is constantly disappointing, yeah. but it's good. Uh, we want to. We're here to remind you that you do have a body, and you have control over what that body does and how you view it. Yeah, it's your body. Yes. No one else's. Exactly. So welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome to you have a body podcast. And this episode, we're going to be talking about fitspo, aka thinspo, aka garbage spo. Uh, do you want to um, enlighten people as to what that is short for? I don't even like. I don't even want to. I know. It just makes me so frustrated. I don't think you and I like want to talk about yeah. it. Except we really do. But hashtag fitspo is fitspiration. If you type it in on Instagram, you will find. A bajillion images. You can put it on Pinterest. You can go anywhere you look. You will find hashtag Fitzboration around the corner. But you know what? I have a couple. We have a couple things to say about that. First and foremost, I do want to say potentially this episode could be a little bit triggering. So just heads up to anyone who's maybe heard those terms before and it feels not so great to be listening. Yes. Just, just know that. Yes. This might not be the best episode for that. So before we even dive into what Fitzbo is or what it does wrong or what it does at all, mm-hmm. let's talk about some examples that you may see. A couple of types of Fitzbo out there. Um, number one type you see is a meme, Fitzbo meme. So you might see, like, for example, there was one that be- was kind of I don't know, famous almost mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. And it's a picture of a woman and she's got her three kids around here and they say aged three years, two years, and eight months. And she's kind of posed straddling the, over the eight-month-old and she's got like a bra and shorts on and she's got nice abs. And it says, and she's wearing makeup and long hair, curled curled long hair. And above it, it says, what's your excuse? Cool. 
Yeah, <laughs> so picture of a mom and her three kids and uh, a thing that says, what's your excuse? Mm-hmm. That's an example. Another example, here's one you see a lot. Any image of a woman doing fitness who is usually white and thin and then something like this phrase, nothing tastes as good as being fit feels. So already a lot of shaming and a lot about image. Yep. Or here's another one. The only bad workout is the one you didn't do. <laughs> I feel like Hannah as a trainer, would you say <laughs> that's not the only bad workout that right. could happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yep. a workout where you're uh, exhausted. Yep. You're coming off of a long day or you haven't worked out in a long time or you're not well fed or you haven't slept well. Yeah. Would those maybe be other workouts that yeah. maybe you could just opt out so of? So many. Yeah. Just yeah. rest. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Don't listen to your inner fatty. She's an evil bitch. Wow. She misses bread. Wow. Yep. And the words inner fatty, evil bitch, and bread are all in highlighted. Of course. Here's another. Dear stomach, you're bored, not hungry, so shut up. Is that how you think stomachs work? <laughs> it's really tough to hear that stuff. I know. It's, I feel like that is that is like the essence of what both you and I and the communities that I think we both roll in and out of are trying to move away from. Yes. So to know that there's this uh, community, uh, hashtag, opportunity that people glom onto that is about shaming and about making choices that maybe don't resonate with you about like not listening to your intuition that's so tough <sighs> okay we're diving <laughs> all right so that's type one type one is the meme the meme type uh here's okay i just have one more for you yeah lifting makes weights makes women huge false cupcakes make women huge mm. and then it's a picture of a woman drinking Gatorade and leaning on a stick of some sort. She's wearing like a... She's well, just, a stick lean. She's wearing like... She is leaning on a stick. Ouch. Maybe it's a javelin. I don't know. And she's got like rippling abs and, and uh, she's wearing essentially a swimsuit. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Her workout suit. Yeah. So that's type one. Type two is this other type, which is an image of a woman with no head. And it's just her body. And a lot of times it's not accompanied by anything at all. And it could be, it could range from a very thin woman to a very like ab, you know, ripped woman. But it's usually this type where you see like, essentially you don't see the woman's face. Here's a good example. Fuck yeah, fitspo.tumblr.com, which is one I've looked at before. Um, it's just someone's blog or their Tumblr or they're obsessed with Fitzbo. And it's almost entirely women, women's bodies, no faces, mm-hmm. which is mildly horrifying because it's just that it's just that zoom in like right on the belly. It's depersonalized, too. Mm-hmm. And it's very much just exactly that. It's an image of the specific body part versus a whole human. Yes. And their body. Yes. So that's Fitzbo type number two. Fitzbo type number three is usually along the lines of an image of a very strong looking woman a very um like maybe she's got ripped abs or or big arms or strong legs or a big butt something like that and she's usually posed in some semi-provocative way and the message is usually something like strong is the new skinny or don't be skinny 
be fit. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. So we have the first one, which is just general body shaming through words. Second one, which is which is sort of dismembering a body and using it for thinspiration. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is shaming thin women for s- strong women. Right. Uh, which Who are still thin. Yep. <laughs> so normally the types of women you see are young, white women, um, and very specific body types. So small-waisted, slightly larger hips than their waist, and usually pretty large chests. So pretty... Um, big-breasted women. Maybe maybe some of them are fake. You can't always tell. Definitely some of them are in the imagery you see online. But there's a certain body type reflected constantly. Constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Long hair yep. is one thing. Um, usually makeup if their face is featured. And there's a, there's a wide variety of poses that you might see. A I lot would, of them are like, go ahead. I, w- I would just say everyone is going to be wearing makeup. If yes. they're having a photo that's taken of them, even if it's like more natural or less natural, um, more apparent or not, everyone is wearing makeup. And likely everyone, I would say, is also to some degree probably airbrushed. Yes. Just throwing that out there. Definitely. Um, yeah. And then you see certain poses. So like the hands on hips, lifting chest, leaning back is one. Um, laying on your back with the arch in your spine is one that you see a lot. Yeah. Um, legs crossed over like you have to pee. <laughs> And then, like, jutting a hip out to the side is one. All things that essentially, you know, physically you're just designed to make you look smaller. Mm-hmm. So those are, that's what it generally looks like if you haven't seen it before. Or if you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Or if you just ever see media, that's generally what you see for women. <laughs> um, but it's – the problem with Fitzbo, well, there's so many. But number one, it's Thinspo in disguise. It is. That, I think, is the biggest point, is that you're taking one should out for another. Yes. Thinspo, Thinspiration is linked to a lot of of pro-Anna tumblers and communities, so pro, and pro-anorexia. As well as pro-Mia, which yep. is another one, which is pro-bulimia. Yep. And there's a lot of crossover between Thinspo and Pro-Anna and Fitzbo fits right in there. Mm-hmm. So without diving too much into the issues that people with eating disorders are dealing with because they're, you know, vast and it can be a very complex issue, there's a clear problem here if this media type is so consistently held on a pedestal and so consistently available as the like the mainstream understanding of fitness or thinness. Number one, you see those images and the first thing you think is, I'm not that image and need to be that image. Right, because if that is the image being featured, then that must be the most desirable image. Exactly. Exactly. That's how we've accustomed ourselves to everything that we see. It. I mean, a lot of things that we do as people is based on popularity. We are a social creature. Mm-hmm. Group culture is very important and living up to group social standards is important for us like evolutionarily speaking right it's, it's a value that we all hold even if we actively work to get work against it so if the only images we see around us are constantly featuring thin young white women wearing makeup and having long hair and looking a certain way we're all gonna subconsciously or not think that we need to look like that person and other people who maybe can't look like that person specifically people of a different gender or a different like whatever 
are also probably going to think that that is what someone who can attain that should look like. Right. You start to get a perception that the people around you should be able to attain that as well. <sighs> so not only is it insidious about your own perceptive mm. perceptions on your body, it's insidious about your perceptions on other people's bodies, which is where fat shaming comes into yes. play. Yes. Yep. So besides that, which is the worst part about it, there are so many other problems with Fitzbo. The first one I want to address is the idea that that fitspiration or like those Fitzbo images are actually attainable images. Mm-hmm. When when people come to me for the first time, I mean, I've seen a big change in the way people approach coming to the gym over just the last couple of years, partly because of who we say we are. Yeah. But when I first started coaching and I was taking new clients, almost every woman that I would meet would say to me that their main goal was to look like a certain person. Mm-hmm. And usually it was like Kim Kardashian, or they would show me a picture, right? show me a Fitzpiration image, or describe a Fitzbo model. Mm-hmm. That they wanted to be really small in the waist, have perfect abs, um, thin arms, and thin legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is... That what essentially what that's asking for is to have a certain body type that you don't have already. Yeah, can we just say the name of the podcast? You have a body. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great. You have a body and it's great. And the likelihood that you're going to look like the people that you see in those Fitzbo posters is very small. Mm-hmm. Because the likelihood that they actually look like that too, like that they're hanging out like that day in, day out, at the, you know, regardless of what are they've had to do to get to that point – People don't look like those images. Right. Because they've been manipulated or those people have um, manipulated what they're eating or how they're functioning to a very specific level in order to be photographed in that way. And it might not be similar to like a bikini competition or a bodybuilder who is going on a water cut and basically a food cut for a week so that their veins really pop and their muscles really pop for a very specific and short duration of time. Right. And then if those are the images that we're seeing all the time yeah it's setting that precedent yeah and I hate it because it makes my job harder it makes it harder for me to convince people that um working out to sustain their health and to feel good is it has value it I would say it makes it that you have to convince people of that yes and that that is a like a novel concept yes people who come in inspired by Fitzbo which is a lot of people, because honestly, we all have that. It's subconscious. Yes. We all have that desire underneath everything we say and want. There is an, a piece of aesthetic desire um, that we almost can't control because it's not It's not really about what we've chosen. It's about what's been chosen for us and what is constantly showed around us. Mm-hmm. And then people come in expecting that. I cannot give that to anyone. Mm-hmm. I just can't. Unless you already look that way. You know, you're not going to look that way. I hate to say that, but... But but no, but that's okay. Yes. Because guess what? You don't have to look that way because the way you look right now and the way you will look in the future or the way you've looked in the past... It's already fit-spiring. The, yeah. <laughs> those are the ways that you look. And that's really cool because you're a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's you could probably think of five people around you who you consider very fit mm-hmm. who would look at these images and feel like they didn't look like them. Totally. I actually think that that's something that um, there's so much comparison and comparisonitis. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Question mark. Um, happening all the time that I also believe to be very self, um, very subconscious as well. That we think that these other people that we're inspired by or that we think that they're like incredible beasts in the gym or they can eat so well or like whatever that is speaking to you about them in the moment, that they don't have struggles. And it's fascinating the different struggles that everyone has. Right. Especially when it comes to image. Yes. And of course, there is some value to having an aesthetic desire around your body. It's good to find your own body appealing to yourself. It's part of self-esteem to feel like you like the way you are. But that doesn't mean that it has to be changed from how you are now to be excited, for you to be excited about how you look. And it doesn't mean that how you are now is wrong. Right. And like, you know, in in 100% honesty, everybody's going to have an aesthetic goal that they're they're constantly working on. Like, personally, I would love to have more definition in my shoulders. Like, I work on getting shoulder strength. I like doing that. It's really enjoyable for me. There's definitely an aesthetic component to me. I like the way it looks on me, on my body. But does that mean I need to like carry around photos of women in my pocket who have really strong shoulders? No. <laughs> no? If I, no? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you don't do that? There are lots of strong women who I would look at and I'm like, damn, Chucky Welch. I mean, mm-hmm. she's got like the best shoulders yeah. I've ever seen. Um, and that's great. That's inspiring in some way. But if you're carrying around like dismembered photos of women and thinking, if only I could look this way, I would be then happy, that's where the problem comes in. Right. It's okay to have aesthetic goals, but they can't define whether or not you like yourself or have joy in your life. I also believe that I, I think a aesthetic goal can, like I was saying before, probably compartmentalize our bodies. And I feel like I see that even from a health perspective, even if someone's going into the doctor and they say, I have a stomach ache and it's all focused on the stomach or um, from a functional standpoint, okay, my knee really, really hurts. It's my knee. Let me, knee surgery, that's an option, all this stuff Mm -hmm. when probably there's more connected to that issue systemically than we give it credit for. Yeah. Or when we talk about our brain versus our body, how our body doesn't do what our brain wants it to do, our brain is in our body. Yeah. <laughs> it's all part of the same thing because we're one complete human. Yes. And any of that fitspo from that side of things, that type two, um, where it's just cutting off and it's a certain body part, man. Yes. How tiring. Yes. How tiring. Very tiring. And, you know, the other thing that drives me crazy about fitspo is that a lot of the times when you see, like, the memes or – um, yeah, mostly stuff that has words accompanying to it. It's like, it's all about driving yourself into the dust mm-hmm. to eat less, work out more until you can't take it anymore. It's like sweat is just tears from your fat, <laughs> that type of stuff. Yeah. Where it's like work so hard until everything on your body disintegrates and you are left to nothing mm-hmm. and then you will be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not only is it obviously horrific for your mental state it's also very hard on your body to do that go back and listen to our episode about adrenals right (laughs) and you'll you'll get some background on that if you haven't already under eating and overworking out is a very it's a recipe for disaster yeah and it's a very painful lifestyle Mm -hmm. um, because you're going to be constantly fatigued constantly undernourished and unable to really function the way you want the other thing is that i think like the world of Fitzbo really trivializes eating disorders mm-hmm. because it makes them seem like choice-based. 
Um, because not only does it work one direction, it works the other direction. It, it shames people who feel like they can't make choices about their food and also shames everyone else who feels like they can't make choices about right. their food. So it goes both ways. People who feel like, oh, well, I, can't, I just can't eat less than I'm eating now. I can't get down to that goal weight. And then people who think, I can't possibly eat less than I'm eating now. I'm eating very little. I'm controlling every morsel that goes into my body because I'm sick. I have an eating disorder. And even this image still is here and it's I'm still not close to that. Mm-hmm. That combined with having body dysmorphia, not being able to see the way your body looks, mm-hmm. having this constant comparison model, it's a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing and there can be extremes that it's taken to. Um, and you know, people I think can be moving in and out of those extremes. But as much as there is, there are eating disorders. I would say that in general, there's disordered eating. Yes, too. Yeah. So how that shakes out for someone can be so isolating in its own right, where it doesn't fit into one specific category that does have a lot of dialogue around it. Mm-hmm. And Fitzbo both glorifies that disordered eating and trivializes it at yes. the same time. Because the implication of a Fitzpiration image is that you're you're just one like diet away from being your perfect self, which trivializes eating disorders. Yeah, and at the same time glorifies having one. Right. So it puts people who have an eating disorder in a very difficult situation, and and those everybody else a very complicated perception on what it means to suffer from an eating disorder, from to recover from that, um, or, or what it means to have control over what you eat. It's a lose-lose. It's a lose-lose. Situation. Lose. Yeah. And it's terrible because so many companies still use Fitspiration. And, like, granted, it's become less, and mostly because, not because all of a sudden companies have a conscience, but because ad organizations, ad people that work with them have realized that there's somewhat of a sea change happening. Mm-hmm. So they're t- advising companies like Dove and Target Target to start using more variety of body types and yep. to start purposely examining who they're using in their imagery, but yeah. not because they like us more. Mm-hmm. It's because they know we're starting to think about it. We're starting to talk about it. Women are starting to step forward and say, this isn't okay. I don't want to be shown this way. People of color are starting to say, put us in your ads. Don't leave us out. You know, people with a wide variety of bodies who don't look however they're supposed to look according to ads are saying something. So now we're starting to see a little bit of a sea change, but there's still plenty of athletic companies who are using Fitzbo as a way of advertising their wardrobes, Mm -hmm. as advertising their product. There are gyms in this town that do the same thing, that use essentially Fitzbo imagery to draw people into their business right and from i would say to a certain level with a business from a marketing standpoint that's going to be the easiest way to appeal to a wide audience because that's the sea that we're all in Mm -hmm. and it's not until i i believe right now unfortunately it's not until a company gets big enough like somewhere like target where they can show like oh we're making this different campaign it's great okay that campaign isn't what got you to the level that you're at mm-hmm. right now, Target. Yes. You're doing it because it's essentially a trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's Pros hard. Pros and cons of that. But it's hard to make that change because that, that you know, there's a gym in town that has post pictures of, like, young, thin women all the time. Thin, thin white women all the time. And they're very regrammable. People repost them and share them a lot. 
So obviously they're doing what the people want in some way. It's up to you as a business to make the choice you about whether or not you're going to be on the front end of something or the back end. You know what's cool, though, is that at Sulkana here, something cool happened on Tuesday this week. Yes, that's right. We had our hashtag come as you are photo shoot and everyone just showed up as they were. And <laughs> our lovely Adam Iverson took photos for us and it was awesome. And I can't wait to see the results and show them off to the world. Yeah. I started to see a couple already and they're very cute. Me too. And they're very real. Yeah. Right? What is that emotional reaction that you have to an image? And it's probably different because we know these people that are, are being photographed from the Tuesday campaign. But that emotional reaction that you have to seeing a real person being photographed versus everything that we were just talking about. Yeah. It feels really validating when you see somebody that and even if they don't look like you, they look like them. Yeah. They look like the, the, their person. A hundred percent. Yep. I think that's all you can ask for. Yeah. So the other thing I wanted to talk about is like the the world of people who are like us and hate Fitzbo because I think there's a very good world that exists underneath mm. this all that is worth talking about. Um, number one, there are a lot of like bloggers, fitness <coughs> bloggers, who will take Fitzbo images and edit them. Cool. Which I really like. So let me give you an example of that. So the meme I read before about Dear Stomach you're bored, not hungry, so shut up. Someone edited that to be, dear stomach, you're hungry, here's some food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, weird. Weird. Really, That's weird. Yes. Um, a hungry stomach that needs food. It's like it's telling you what it wants. Yeah, it's great. It's like you're listening to it. Okay. So here's some examples of some that have been, like, doctored by people on the internet. Um, here's one that says, it doesn't get easier, you just get better. And someone changed it to, it does get easier. You also get better, <laughs> which I really love. Yeah. Um, there's one that someone made that has a picture of an awesome, like, pinup girl picture. Um, she has a nice full bum. And it says, your body, your rules. Do not let society fuck you up. Mm -hmm. Because uh, ultimately, what, what are these inspo fitspo thinspo images doing they're taking the control away from you right and they're it's giving the greater culture the control yeah right yep so any of these images that are coming back at this what i feel like they're really saying is oh it's your choice you can like make whatever choice you want and roll with it but it's your choice yes and have it come from that base yeah, and imagine being inspired by that. Being inspired by it being your choice. Yep. Here's another good one. Yes, I work out. No, I am not trying to lose weight. Mm -hmm. I love that. Uh, I love that a lot. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people are just working out because they like to feel strong yeah. or feel in control of their health in some way. And I was about to say with that, that I think one can see that more with men or male identified people but then I want to eat those words because I actually think that that is its own problem is that men male identified people can feel this different level of body shame that they can't even that there isn't even often an outlet the way there is right for other people mm-hmm the other thing I wanted to bring up was this great, this, this I'm sure you, a lot of you saw this on probably Facebook or whatever. It came up, I don't know, a few years ago maybe. Um, and 
there was this whole phenomenon of people posting pictures of people drinking with fitness quotes over the top, which I think is mm-hmm. like, it's, it's funny because it kind of like mocks how obviously stupid Fitzbo is. Right. And also successfully makes you laugh at the, laugh at the same time. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> there's a picture of a woman with like six shots in front of her and three of them are drank. And it says, do not give up. The beginning is always the hardest. <laughs> Which I really like. Um, and then there's one that says, the secret of getting ahead is getting started. And it's a woman like pondering a glass of wine, a large glass of wine. Um, and then there's a picture of someone passed out on a couch and says, sore, tired, out of breath, sweaty, good. It's working. Oh, no. <laughs> I love that whole campaign because it's it was obviously just meant for laughs. Right. But what it makes it really clear is that this... It's like you switch out the context and you realize yeah. how silly those words how are. How silly it is. These people are literally drinking themselves into a stupor. Yeah. And we're we're saying to do the same thing when you're working out. Right. I wanted to mention, too, that I pulled up this article um, that was talking about Fitzbo. Because now there's a lot of other organizations that have looked into this and health articles that have been written. Um, there was a study done on over 100 women who regularly post pictures of Fitzbo on their own page and talk about inspirational content on their pages, on their Instagram. And when... The researchers who did this experiment uh, interviewed them. They found that nearly 18% were at risk for diagnosis with a clinical eating disorder, compared to over 4% of, or just regular, 4% of other women. Mm-hmm. So they, the study also found that participants who posted these Fitzbo images were more likely to experience feelings of shame and depression when they missed a workout, um, which is a key indicator of compulsive overexercise. Mm. So just to give you some like actual scientific studies right. and background right. on what this does to people who frequently look at it. Because it's easy to think, oh, I have self-control, so if I just don't think that way when I see the images, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But you can't stop it. You can't stop how your brain reacts to that imagery. Right. That's why that imagery is out there and why it's yes. been so successful. Yes. So, step one. Take a deep breath. <laughs> Remember that you have a body. That's right. And then you get to feel however you want to feel in that body. And that it's your choice, right? Even as we're being like inundated with those different images. And it might not be your choice what arenas or environments that we're navigating through, what images are going to be up on billboards or the ad that's on our phone. But we get to have the choice to then take that second step. Yes. And be like, oh, yeah, yeah, wait, oh, yeah. I don't need to feel guilty right now. Because this random image popped up on Facebook. Right. It's not, that's not, that's not me. Step two, seek out imagery that is empowering and makes you feel really good. Find people on Instagram worth following who are constantly talking about body positivity. Let me give you some suggestions. My name is Jessamine. Great. My name is Jessamine. She's amazing and has an Instagram filled with beautiful pictures of herself doing yoga and of other people that she knows. Um, she's got a whole dang book about it now. Or Body Posse Panda mm-hmm. is one of my faves. Mine too. She literally just posts pictures of herself like shaking, 
like shaking her hips mm -hmm. every day. And it's great. It's so empowering to see her doing that. Because also you're seeing like a real body move. Mm -hmm. You don't always see that, especially in like uh, Fitspo advertising where it's like a video or someone like running and their bodies and jiggling because they don't have much body fat. Great. Some people just don't have much body fat on their body. But if you aren't exposed to how different bodies look when they're moving, that's not going to be that go-to image in your brain. Yes. If you have friends around you that are making you feel shame about your body, find new friends. Yeah, find a new group. Yes. People. Yes. <laughs> yes. Find other people to inspire you. <clears throat> Same. I mean, and I think it's especially tough with family and family members where you can't just often separate yourself the way you right. could from a group of friends or a other community. But if that's what's happening in your family, let's see if you can like branch out to a new community that's going to welcome you with open, soft, happy arms. Yes. Um. Step three, if you're, if you find that these images are making you have feelings where you don't feel in control, if you think you may have some symptoms of an eating disorder, you might have some issues with food, talk to somebody about it. In Minnesota, the EMILY program is a great program in the cities and you can call them anytime. The, we'll list the number on our, on our show notes. Um, the Melrose Center is another program in the cities that you could that you could use, but talk to somebody about it. Number four, be your own fitspiration. <laughs> Ooh. How do you do that? I mean, there's a lot of ways that you can do that. And it might be different for everybody. Um, try taking some pictures of yourself. This might be a weird thing for you to do. But close your door in your bedroom, pull up your full-length mirror. Get into whatever outfit makes you feel the most badass and take, give yourself a little photo shoot. You don't need to show it to anybody. You can keep it in your phone. You can delete it if you want. But being able to take pictures of yourself in a way that makes you feel good can be inspiring to you. Also, like take videos of yourself lifting, take videos of yourself working out, watch them. It's, it's kind of awesome to see your body move the way it moves. Mm -hmm. You can do it wearing full clothes, you can do it wearing no clothes, whatever you want, whatever feels good. You keep some of those images around on your phone that make you feel good and not just for sexiness related things, but make you feel powerful. Make you feel like you at like whatever you is, <laughs> you at your utmost. Yes, because that little bit of narcissism in everybody, that, that narcissistic quality that keeps us from not killing ourselves by accident all the time uh, or keeping our bodies safe is an important quality to reinforce in positive ways. You, you do have to feed that little guy. you got to feed that little narcissist in your body. And either you're going to feed it by looking at Photoshop versions of your pictures or people that look like how you want to look, or you can look at real images of yourself doing awesome things. Totally. And if people are looking for a film to watch, there's a documentary that was released maybe like a year in the last year, the last two years, called Embrace. And it's now available on Netflix, so I was finally able to watch it. I've been following along as they were launching their campaign for the last two years, never saw the film. So now it's easily viewable on Netflix. Get your password or get someone else's password. Lots of people can watch one Netflix account. It's kind of amazing. And check it out. Yes. Because it's speaking to everything that we're talking about, and they have some very powerful interviews. And the woman who is kind of the the creator of the documentary who is the main person that we're following around her journey is spectacular to view especially as 
um, a person who is also a mother and who has had to give birth to children and go, has gone through multiple rounds of what that means for her body and mm-hmm. her body in this general greater culture. So many things. Yes. So many things. Bodies. Um, and then I have a follow-up challenge for you. You have a body podcast listeners to help us both launch our new name. You have a body and to actively work against a little bit of this Fitzbo nightmare. I would love if you posted a picture of yourself in whatever doing whatever you like and included a short caption for us where are they posting it instagram uh on our facebook page all right which is facebook.com slash you have a body podcast yes we would like that so much um or you could tag us on instagram as well which is you have a body podcast (laughs) (laughs) and you can tweet us if you'd like which is you have a body not podcast. Just you have a body. <laughs> you can post your picture on any of those places, and we would like it so much. We would like it as many times as we could, but you can't like it more than once because it'll unlike it. Well, like, unlike, like, unlike, but we'll leave it at a like, and you'll know that from the energy of that it was like that we liked times. it, that it was like 10 to 50 times. Yes. Yeah. We would love it so much. And you can, when you do that, when you post that picture, um, tag us uh, at, at our Instagram account, Facebook account, wherever, and then also include the hashtag come as you are. We would love that so much. And we want to see what your amazing body looks like. Because mm-hmm. guess what? You have one. You have one. And it's amazing. It's at great. Every single step along your life journey, it is amazing. Yes. Okay? That's such a hard pill to swallow, but it's so true. It's amazing right now. Yep. And it was amazing yesterday. It's not about to be amazing. It's not close to being amazing. It is amazing. And I feel like anything that makes it more amazing to you as a person means that it's making you more of you. Yes. Like, that's the amazing part. Yeah. Though, you know, just all the tears right now. It's great. Bodies are amazing. We're saying the word amazing is almost as frequently as someone on a reality TV show might say it. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Um, so uh, we're going to do that challenge ourselves. We are. Yep. We're going to post a picture and you will see it. And I promise it will not be doctored. No. Uh, nor nor f- shaming. It's just going to be a body. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. It's going to be us just feeling <laughs> confident and fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh. Welcome to the new podcast, everyone. We love you so much. Yeah. Next week when you tune in, um, we're going to be having a guest on the podcast and you will be able to listen to an awesome interview about astrology and i honestly know nothing about it so coming in is gonna i just am feeling so excited for me that. too it's gonna be great so excited yeah so t- stay tuned next week we have lots more to bring you and we hope you have a wonderful week we do and we'll be waiting with bated breath for your photos we will be on the social medias thank you so thank you <laughs> bye babies bye bye <laughs> The You Have a Body podcast is produced by me, Taj Ruler. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or visit noisepicnic.com for full episode information. Join in on the conversation at facebook.com slash youhaveabodypodcast. Tweet at us at youhaveabody, or find us on Instagram at youhaveabodypodcast. Let us know what's going on with you, because guess what? You have a body.